So it says here, looking at the deaths of communism, you know how many people died in the USSR? Yeah. Tell us. 20 million. China, 65 million. Vietnam, 1 million. North Korea, 2 million. Cambodia, 2 million. Eastern Europe, 1 million. Africa, 1.7 million. Afghanistan, 1.5 million deaths. The total approaches 100 million people. That is according to my book here, The Black Book of Communism. So, Bernie 2020. Bernie 2020. 2020. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, oh, hey guys. thank you for joining us here at Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Connor, Ryan, Sean, we're here today. We're going to be talking about socialism in practice and how AOC just showed us exactly how it works. Um, that is, that'll, that'll do it. We'll talk a little so, bit of Bernie, too. We'll talk a little Bernie. We'll talk a little, AOC little, little socialism. So, uh, please, comment below. What is your thoughts on socialism? Are you for or against it? We think you're against it. I'm going to assume so. <laughs> if you're not, there's a problem. Maybe we'll convince you. Let's engage in a spirited debate if you are. Right. And then afterwards, after you listen to this podcast or watch it, please like the video, share it, subscribe to the channel if you haven't, and then also hit the notifications bell. That way you know every time we have a new episode. Also, join the free newsletter. It's absolutely 100%, zero cost to you. Go to freedomwire.com, sign up right on the front page, and while you're there, go to the store tab and buy some hats, buy some shirt. I'm the only one who is prepared today. Yes, yeah. and some mugs, or hankies, or whatever. We, uh, we do have hankies. Yeah. All of it supports the this, best this is my favorite. content. So, <clears throat> socialism, it's such its such a hot topic nowadays. It is, it's, which it's, is so sad. Which well, exactly. It's, it's it's, so, and it's infuriating. Now, um, did you read my article? No, I didn't. Okay, throw that. That's fine. I, I was going to, but you guys have heard me say this quote a million times, and it's uh, hard times make hard men, hard men make good times, good times make weak men, weak men make uh, hard times. What we have right now is weak men making hard times. We have had it so good for so long. That it's created a multi generational uh, plethora of weak men, and they want to make the country weaker by some kind of premise that they think they can make it stronger. Here's my theory. My theory is this: people who are into socialism, it has been scientifically proven, tend to be smaller, weaker men. Bernie's, uh, Bernie's well, actually, it's, it's more liberals than anything. Because Bernie's is frail, too. <laughs> well, that's just because he's old. Yeah. So yeah. so smaller, weaker men tend to lean more towards liberalism, socialism, things of that nature, because they're not alpha enough to take what they need or want by force. So they tend to lean towards uh, using other people's power to take other people's power. What this is, what socialism is, is nothing more than a power trip. For the week, for the week, and what they do is once they get into power through lies and manipulation, they wield that power like an iron fist to try and crush those of us that are strong enough to survive on our own. Well, here's the thing about what socialism in their history is that they, they, you're seeing it now. I mean, the fact that it's, it's an amazing fact that it's even still in the public discussion, we might have a president in the United States who's socialist. Probably not. Be no. Don't want to take that chance if we do have it anyway. And they're very good at selling it. They, they really make you, th the people think like 
they give you know there's grievances and the only way that the middle you know he, the middle class are being screwed like he make he makes it seem like Bernie in particular makes it seem like there is a grievance that they have and the only way to to, to salute you know only solution is to use to use force to do it to, and you're, so whether and I think you're right I mean you see people like Lennon and Stalin and those people they definitely used it out of the power trip but they, it's the sad part is they convince everyday everyday citizens that this is the solution. Because and and then that's how they get into power, and then it ended up being a thousand times worse than it was before. Well, yes. and here's the thing: each each incarnation of socialism has been worse than the next. In a lot of ways. Yeah. How how bad would it be here? The most powerful country in the world, if the the most most powerful country in the world, the biggest beacon of democracy the world has ever seen. Yeah. I still have faith. Socialist. In, sorry, I, I still have faith in our constitution. All those other countries—they want to do away with the constitution. I know, but hang on. But there's but, but hang on. Do. But there's harder to do. It doesn't mean they can't do it. It's harder to do. So you got three branches of government. One supposedly check the other. So even if you get the presidency and you get the you know you get the Congress and there's executive, but then there's all the states too, that who hopefully would rise up and take back their power. Which we, this is you know. So I'm just. It's not that it wouldn't happen. I'm just saying that the, there's more layers they have to go through to try to get. It, socialist run economy right but it's it, one of the the unique features of our government that we don't have the ability to vote for a new form of government where like in order for th- there to be a complete socialist overhaul they would have to chip away at it one piece at a time until like it would have to be a slow downhill process yeah you it, wouldn't it, just see socialism be, take place right you know bernie gets one term in office and suddenly we're a socialist right. country it would be bernie kicks it off and then the next seven, eight presidents in a row. All it wouldn't take that long. You you don't think it would take that long? It wouldn't, it but wouldn't he's take, right. It wouldn't be Bernie one spell. Yeah. It wouldn't be Bernie. They're nationalizing all the industry. No, no, no. But it would be Bernie, and then um, <clears throat> it would be who comes after him. Because here's what here, socialism is weird. Where once it starts moving, it gains steam. And then until it's so big that it, it's running over the people. And it's not until they're getting run over that they realize what the problem is. Well, and here's the thing with socialism. We're, we, we have an advantage of not having that. A, lot, the, a lot of socialism happened in revolutions. They ha- happened in, like, straight-up fighting. If you look at the Soviet Union, the Russian Revolution, you look at Mao Zedong <laughs> in China, you look even at Venezuela. It was a flawed democracy. There's bad voting. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's where we don't have that issue right now. And, and like I said, so a lot of it comes from like North Korea, the same thing. A lot of it comes from revolutions. You know, of course, Bernie always talking about revolution. He says he's talking about political revolution, but um, do you, you know, do you know where uh, the Bolsheviks? Do you know what they were? The commu- what the Communist Party was originally called? Uh, well, I mean, I know Bolshe- Bolsheviks. Actually, this is really important because this goes. In, sorry, I know this was your question, but yeah. Bol- Bolsheviks means majority. Right, right, right. Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialism. Hmm. But but do you know do you know what the Communist Party originally called? Originally well, called the Mensheviks. Right. No, 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 it was the Russian Democratic Social Party. No, I see. I I didn't know that was a whole term. Like that, that was that is, and then they changed. That's where the, the yeah. That's and then they changed it to the I think Communist Party. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the Communist. But then, but the Bolsheviks <laughs> but it, themselves. It's really interesting that they were like, well, so basically fifty forty, you know, fifty one forty nine. They want socialism. Boom, here it is. Yeah, and Bernie's democratic socialism. That's what he's re- he always refers to polls. What's popping in the polls? It's still garbage policy. And they they, they love to 
puff themselves up by saying, oh, we're the majority. Like, the majority of Americans want these socialist policies. They want health care for all and all this stuff. Like, uh, let me, and I'll tell you what the problem with the majority is. At one point, the majority of the world, uh, of, of scientists thought the world was flat. Yeah. The majority of the scientists once thought that the sun revolved around the earth. There is a the, there is a problem with the majority. If you find yourself in the majority in a room, you're in the wrong room. That's the the problem is, is there's no diversity of thought. And when there's no diversity of thought and everybody's gung-ho for the same thing other than like a common goal, the, it, it turns into an, uh, an authoritarian uh, mess. I mean, no, no other word for it. That's what makes our founding so brilliant is because they knew that. They knew that, that you know, you get mobocracies, what it's referred to. You get, you know, you get t- de- democratic tyranny. That's what you I mean. A lot of people, that's why I get so frustrated when people just refer to us as a democracy. Sure, we got democratic, we vote and stuff, but there's layers. That, I mean, think about it. The only, technically, the only person that we directly elect, of course, now we have the president. It's not how it's supposed to be, is your congressman. Because the Senate was supposed to be through the state legislators until the 17th Amendment. The presidency, you were supposed to elect electors who then selected the president. They didn't trust just the people, you know, because that's how you get tyranny. That's how you get dictators. That's how Do you, you want get, me to tell you why we shouldn't trust what, people? What's that? Do you know why we, we shouldn't trust people? Because of the Tide Pod Challenge. Well, that's exactly <laughs> You are exactly right. So I can't remember. There was, there was um, a quote from a movie that's so poignant. It stuck with me forever. Can't remember the movie. Um, or it might be a book, but it, it's it's uh, a person is smart. People are dumb. This, that's actually very... An, an anonymous quote that I've always loved is, never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. Um, because that's how horrible things happen. Yeah. Well, and, and here, and within, so the, the Constitution was written in 1787, 1788 was ratified. 1789, just one year after it was ratified, the French Revolution happened. Made their freaking point. This is exactly what they were worried about. It was that popular uprising. They overthrew the or the you know the king, but it was all on passion. It was all passion. It was it was all emotion. All the they played on emotion. If they had more of a structure like you know they we had, we haven't had one of those. I mean, it's a war. That wasn't good, but it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was it. it that was, wasn't. But it wasn't, wasn't because good. it wasn't because of the same roots that like the French Revolution had, like on a mob. It was different circumstances. So, it was. This- so we've never had. That kind of uprising and revolution, like the French did, and that was because our they studied history. They seen, they understood human nature. And the one thing I know you're going to talk is that the liberals and socialists they think you can perfect human nature through government. That's BS. You cannot cannot change your way into utopia. Impossible. uh, Freedom and a ideal society lies in the opposite direction of advanced government control. And that's why when there's all these, you know, they're talking points, we need to abolish the Electoral College. Well, do you not get that that's, like, the, the fact that you want to abolish it no. is exactly why they put it in place? Counter, they don't get that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of that, obviously. I know, well, I know. I we like, just sit around yeah. here and yell at liberals who will not understand our points. No, I know, and that's, and I've, you know, i tried to, like, how do you, uh, how do you explain, I mean, this, that's supposed to be where our educate. only 25% of our educate of kids going up through high school, through high school ever learned anything about communism. Well, this is, this is awesome, this is a perfect segue to get into the AOC issue. Yeah. So, <clears throat> socialism, how does socialism work? Socialism is a ruling class, which are the politicians, 
And then underneath that is nepotism, <laughs> where they have the the friends, family, and loved ones of those said politicians. Then there's everybody else. So socialism is how you get to that point, though. You know what I'm saying? So they, they I, I'll let you make your point in a second here. But I was just like, they always, it's always the people. So they always play on the emotions of the of the bourgeoisie, the ab- absolute top wealth class, and then they become you know, the the revolutionaries like Lenin and all them. They become that, and then you get the nepotism. Then you get all the fam- they're the ones that do the. They're even worse than the first, you know, the top class before that. That's how they get that power is through, through socialism. Right, and it just it's just yeah. it, it just be, keeps becoming a power vacuum. They just switch it around. This is why you know books yeah. like Animal Farm right. are so incredibly relevant. You know, all animals are equal. Yeah. Some are more equal than others. Yeah. So, so you're going to talk about so this. so well, AOC. Uh, she has before she has railed against um, charter schools. Uh, which is, it seems to be a liberal talking point. They do. They are so against charter schools Warren and, and magnet schools. School choice of their school of the, choice. The, the last debate, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Thing, yeah, they want to keep. They want to keep money in public schools. Hmm. Charter schools give offer a better education. Um, AOC railed against it at a at a, at a speech a year ago. Um, yet. Yet the other day, while well, on Facebook Live, she she talked about getting her goddaughter into a local charter school in the Bronx. <laughs> Leverage her political clout, whatever oh, she whatever she has, right. that to get one of her loved ones into a school that she wouldn't normally have been able to access. And it comes down. So the line the line that I used in the article, you can look at it now on freedomwire.com. Uh, it's AOC shows us how socialism works. I think is the title. Um, they they talk about this, and, and I, I the way I put it is they talk about this like three musketeers mentality. It's like an all for one and one for all. That's 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 the sale it is. Mm-hmm. But that's that's their sales pitch. But what it truly is when it gets put into practice, and she showed us what it is, is it's rules for thee and not for me. That's what that is. If she's gonna, she wants her constituents to keep her their kids out of charter schools. Then maybe she shouldn't put her goddaughter into a charter school. And that's just it. This is this, and this is a small, tiny thing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It this is a it should be significant. Yeah, what it is. yeah, but this that will if you implement socialism, that will happen on a grand on a grander scale. scale. And right. this is the thing that like that's the undercurrent of socialism, which is like I don't have an opportunity. So I want to lash out and make sure nobody has that opportunity. But Except. as soon as I get that opportunity, I'm going to take it because why would I pass that up? Well, like, that's that's the point. Like, you want to remove opportunities from other people because you're mad you don't have them. And then back to uh, back to Bernie at the debate in Las Vegas when uh, when Bloomberg hit him with the three houses thing. And he said, yeah. I like thousands of Vermonters. I have a summer camp. Forgive me. Yeah. No, it's Bernie. Just, hey, great. Hey, hey, by the way, side note, we're going to start a dance move to Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, no, no, even the New York Times described it. He's, he's flailing his arms like he's trying to push to the front of a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good job, New York Times, on that one. I give but, you but, one good thing in the last yeah. 10 years. Bernie, you know, I'm not going to forgive you on that because, number one, Thousands of Vermonters do not have summer camps. Well, there's number one. way, way more Vermonters that don't have summer camps. They don't have yeah. publishers you can send your book to. Number two, you are a friggin' socialist. Live like one. 
Yeah. Live like one. Why didn't you start a commune on that summer? So camp? I got two more th- quick thoughts here. So you're talking about the public school thing, charter school. It always cracked me up. Like Elizabeth Warren in the debate last night was talking about. She was talking about how she she will appoint a secretary of education that is a public school teacher, and the money will go to public schools. I'm like, so what? What is a private school teacher? Is it they don't count? Like honestly, like what? They're probably better in certain ways. Uh, well, there's a reason why parents I, send their kids to private schools. Yeah. There's a reason why Elizabeth Warren sent her kids to private schools. And most of them do. Barack Obama, they did. So here's the thing that drives me crazy: is bec- like this is I get rules for this. the and not for yeah, me. because they they'll say it's like racist. It's racist to not to put them in the charter schools. I go no. It's quite the contrary. A lot of, if you get to inner city schools where a lot of the African Americans live, you know, they go to school, you get, they are stuck in pieces of crap schools. If they give the parents the opportunity to send their kids to a better school, just, if, so they're, they're, they're landlocked to their school district. Who, which in inner cities, like I come from Michigan, Detroit schools are notoriously bad. They, we had to bail them out at the state level, all our taxpayer dollars. If they could send their kids to other schools who have to compete for them, that's a good thing. That is less racist. And this is the like entire case for why they shouldn't make all colleges public universities. Because look okay. at what happened with the high schools and middle schools and everything. Uh, there, there was they reduced competition to where they you know had this whole thing against charter schools and private schools. So they basically said, hey, the American public school system is all you're going to have. You don't have the option of going to another school. If right. there's another school up the block. Well, too bad, because you live in this neighborhood, you can't send your kid there. So competition competition drove up the quality of private schools, so they are better. Competition drives up the quality of everything. That is why we are a capitalist system. That's why government can't provide services because they don't compete with anything. Well, and the profit motive gets gets they they become a synonym for for greed. Uh, again, it's, that just because you want to make a lot of as much profit doesn't make you greedy. No, it, it makes just, it, yeah. it improves all our lives. And here's the thing: put in the same position, these people would do the same thing. Well, even if they were greedy, so whatever you defend, definitely. But I'm like, they still have to provide us a product and service that we want. You know, they don't just. That's just a misunderstanding. They they make it sound like they they take advantage of everybody. Don't no. They only get rich because they provide us something that we would we want to pay for. So here, here's my question: Do you think AOC will get reelected this year? Well, her okay. So the, uh, you can't. So her district is obviously incredibly Democrat, but she, her also her approval ratings are terrible in her district. The last I saw, and also she cost them twenty five thousand jobs, Amazon jobs. So if she gets reelected in her district, but I, is her popularity going to overrun? I, I, she has popularity on a national level, but I think with her base, it's more kind of up in the air. Well, what? Cause, yeah, because there's actual like quality people who are challenging her in her district. Uh, some of them are Democrats, some of them are Republicans, but yeah, either yeah. way, they seem to be people who yeah. like have better ideas. So we might see her uh, be kicked out of office in her district, and then. Maybe somewhere down the road she reappears in another district because she has... Or does she get a talk show? I, oh, I she'll don't definitely be in this she, she, we If she leaves office after this uh, next election cycle, we have not heard the last of her. MSNBC or CNN give her yeah, a show. For sure. Or the Young Turks. Hi, guys. Those guys. I can't see those guys. Chink. Chink. 
<laughs> Mr. Oh, don't unionize. Did you see that? Chank doesn't want him to, his own employees to unionize, I guess. Kind of hypocrite, don't you think? Oh, union? Yes. Uh, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan. Of, I, there was a time when unions were a necessity in America. I don't think they're a necessity anymore. When people were getting their arms cut off in factories because yeah. there was no safety regulations and, you know, 12-year-olds. Were and the government out. really wasn't that involved in it. So here's, here's my thing with unions. I have no problem if, if they form on their own, but they can't, they shouldn't be, you shouldn't be forced to work in a union. That's why I'm a big right-to-work guy. You should not be forced to be in something you don't want to be in. Right, I That's agree. On American, and you have to pay dues. It's yeah, it's exactly. like That's my problem. If they want to, free, if you want to freely join a union and and you are able to form it, fine. But don't be forcing other people to join your union. Um, but that's communism. That no, it actually ties you, in. Yeah, because they all these guys, they a lot of, in the Soviet Union, they they went, you know, they they started the, the they started with a union. Yeah. Well, workers of the world unite. Workers of the literally union. the the, the call of. So, I, I've, uh, so let, let me let me just I want that so that line has driven me nuts for a long time. What's that? Because the only people who aren't workers are government officials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're in the public sector. Everybody else, depend no, regardless of what you're doing, mm-hmm. if as long if you are in the workforce, whether it's blue collar or white collar, you're a worker. Yeah, unless you are. In the public sector, or are unemployed, or in Hollywood, yeah, <laughs> like even there, they, 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 they do they, technically yeah. work well, they work because they yeah. they provide like a, a service by or not a service, but you know, they, well, they, they do. I mean, they, because, they, they market yeah. themselves right. in, in we their, watch their ability movies. to act and everything, and they they have the the product of their movies and everything. So even they're working, even if we don't want to admit it. I I, I will never admit they're working. I will never admit that an actor works. Well, I mean, they are working, but no, uh, but they don't. They yeah. memorize. They memorize lines. Well, I mean, but it's just still okay, that's not I'm, work to me. It's, well, to you again, you're, you're defining work in your own in your well, own yeah. viewpoint. <laughs> I mean, we sit around and write on computers all day to yeah. some people. That's not working. Right. We should be out. In that's what I'm saying. Shops. It's all kind of relative to what you yeah. do, isn't it? Yeah. But anyways, before well, we, here's a question. question: Have you ever held? Have you ever held a blue collar job? Yes, many. Have you ever multiple yes. in college? Yes. Yeah, I worked in high school throughout high school at the golf course. I, I stocked, I stocked, you know, groceries and you know did the whole thing in the back rooms. I did Coca Cola, you know, manual labor. I, yeah. I earned my dues. When I was uh, when I was fifteen, a junior in high school, I started a job uh, manufacturing controls for circuit boards and stuff, and I worked that job all the way up until uh, about. Eleven months ago, when I quit to come here. Also, I used to I used to load unload baggage on the airplanes, do all this stuff on the tarmac for for a while too at the Grand Rapids Airport. So I, I'm tr- I'm very well aware of. No, 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 look, I I, yeah. I I I've I've done masonry work. Yeah. Um, I've, I you know I I've done a lot of different jobs over the years. And you I, know, a lot of successful people did when they start. They yeah. did work, earn their way up. They never talk about that. That's why... <clears throat> and that's Bernie that's Sanders, what makes capitalism yeah. most fair. But you can't you can literally start, lift yourself by your bootstraps. You can, you can be Drake. You can start from the bottom. Now you're here. No, I mean, it happened... Like, I'm just reading Walt Disney biography. He started off super poor, too. Like, it's just like... It, all these guys, they never focus on where they started. They never tell their story. They talk about now as they if ass- they were there forever. They assume yeah. Silver Spoon born in the mouth. You, you've been exploiting workers all the, all this time at the top. Well, like he, he got there by providing jobs and creating things. Yeah. Like Walt Disney especially. Look, like Disney as a corporation now might 
kind of stuff. He stopped, failed twice before in two businesses before he Walt Disney Company. It's like, and I'm just using. There's so many entrepreneurs that are, they have stories like that. But the they, the socialists will tell you there's and Bernie. You hear it all the time. They act like there's static wealth. Like it never changes. It's in the same hands, the same people. If you go to the Forbes top 400 list from like 25 years ago, there's maybe four people that are still on that. Yeah. All they want to do is throw around the thing. You know, Trump said, if "I got a small loan of a million dollars." Like, yeah. yeah, there are people who do that kind of thing. But even right. then, like Trump got a loan from his parents or whatever. Well, and then, he was then actually he, given them one or, one section of the business. Yeah, yeah. and then, I don't but even then care he built this. Yeah. Is, uh, like they want to point to that as like. Yeah, a small loan of a million dollars. Like, that's, that's in Trump's wealth right there. Right. For Trump, in Trump's defense, yes, Trump was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Of Fred, course. No doubt. Fred, Fred was a successful businessman yep. in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump could have done nothing. Mm-hmm. Trump could have done nothing. He that is a good point. Yeah. But what did he do? He went out and carved his, his own path. Mm-hmm. He 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 turned his self pre- into a, 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 a global brand. brand. Yeah, where Fred was just in Queens and yeah, yeah. It, it's no, like, no slight to him. It's no, no, no. Yeah, Trump, and, and to say that Trump, like I, again, one of my favorite things. Like, and we're kind of going off topic. No, here, but, but no, but it all ties back to right. capitalism. Socialism. It is capitalism, socialism. Yeah. Um. Trump, you know, tr- Trump worked. To become who he was, he he de- he might have gotten a boost. Well, clearly, but he could have done nothing yeah. and sat back and just, well, you know, was a could have been a Bruce Wayne esque type of guy minus the Batman the, elements, the Batman elements, you know. So it's like there is a difference, between, you know, between making your building yourself up and he's failed, failed, and he's worked himself back up again. You know, what was it, the 90s? He was down to almost nothing, early 90s. Yeah, well, the New York Times ran it like it was, you know, like the 80s, he lost all this money, he paid, you know, he, like, whatever. He had lost all this money in a go. But he also reco- he also came back in the 90s. And that's the one thing with Trump. He just will never admit he failed at something. I always said he should have he said, like, look, it's capitalism. I took chances. I didn't win, but I look where I, but I bounced back and I, I, I kept it. I wish he would, but he just will never admit defeat on anything. Yeah, and but. it's funny. It's, it's one of their biggest arguments is, well, if you would have left the money in, in the S and P, well, first of all, it wasn't that much money that he got. It, it, what they, what, what's funny is, is what they like to do is they like to, um, turn that money into what it was, what it would be worth today. So that's where that, that if you've heard him talk about the forty million that he got forty million dollars or four hundred million dollars, like yeah. no, that's that's they're they're changing that wealth to what it is adjusted today, adjusted for inflation, adjusted for inflation, yeah. all kinds of stuff. And if he would have left his money in the S and P, there's no guarantee what the markets are going to do. And he took chances. He went out there and he created jobs. He, he because of him people have wealth. Here's another thing with with that boost that they they like to rant against. Shouldn't it be the goal of every good parent to work hard enough in your life that you can give your kids a leg up on success? Yeah. Now obviously you don't want to be one of those parents who are like, "Oh, I made, you know, billions of dollars, left it all to my kids and now they have to never work never work a day in their lives." Because you want your kids to also be productive members of society. And you but, don't want them to be assholes. To, yeah, to whatever degree you can, you want to make sure that life is better for your kids than it was for you as a result of your hard work. 
not, oh, I'm going to work my entire life, 90% of that money is going to go to the government, and then they will be the ones who funnel it to my kids as they see fit. Another talking point that they use against the wealthy is, it drives me crazy, is so with, after, you know, after the tax cuts a couple years ago, there's that... Uh, million, a trillion dollars. I think I heard Bernie say last night, well, they give a trillion dollars in tax giveaways. So I go, no, you mean you let them keep their money? Their money? They didn't, the government just hand them a billion, a trillion dollars. They got to keep their money. The they earn make Bernie. money like that. They, they Sorry, collect money from <laughs> else. The government doesn't make any money. No. Yeah, they don't have a product. They, they don't they, really supply they a service. They can't make money they, that they don't steal from Well, them. they do technically have a service. Well, they have a service, but they, they are funded by the people in order to fulfill that purpose. And you take it's that, not like they're doing something that we're paying them for. And you're taking that tax money, or you're taking their money that could have been invested in something, and you're putting it in crap that they spend their money on, like, freaking bird flu studies in, in Zimbabwe or something. You know, like, that's money that could have been used to produce jobs in the United States. So every dollar you take out of the economy is, you, every dollar you tax is the money that goes out of the economy. That's why, like, Yang's proposition of... You know, give everyone $1,000 a month. Like, no, just let everyone <laughs> keep their money. Let everybody keep yeah. the money. Because you're still you're taking gonna, the money yeah, from somebody. You're taking the money to from give somebody all else. of us. And then, oh, okay, I'm going to divide it into equal portions and give it back to you. Why not just let us all keep it? Yeah, and all and, do and, it okay. or, or how about we just make sure we just charge 10% on everything. 10% flat tax. I've always had a flat tax. everything. Yeah. That way, no matter what you buy, it's fair. Yeah. Because if you're buying a $100,000 car... That's ten. That's ten thousand in taxes you're paying. If you buy a thirty thousand dollar car, that's three thousand in taxes you're paying. There's the fairness right there. Yeah. It's built in. You and, don't have to worry about anything. And again, another lie they keep telling is that it's a regressive tax. It is a progress. Income tax is incredibly progressive. It is the further up the chain you go, the way more in income tax you're going to pay. Right now, the highest is thirty seven. Thirty-seven percent. That's just marginal. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, because after a certain, because a lot of people don't even realize how the brackets work. Right. After every threshold, then I mean, considering can, most yeah. Christian organizations have like, oh, God asked for ten. Right. right. And, and by the way, if God asked for ten. So, so the government. For 40%. So scripture says God would like ten, and the government's like, yeah, we need more. Four, four times that, yeah, please. Four times that. And 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 it's still fifteen percent less than what Bernie's going to change it to. Yeah. Bernie wants to change to fifty-two percent, and he thinks that's even. His his argument is that's even low. Like he he's he wanted big, ninety. He yeah. talked about ninety before. Yeah, I got there's a that's a whole myth. I can that would take a long time to, but, to break uh, it down. I've, like in the fifties and sixties when tax was that high, nobody paid that. Like there's a that's a long story, but I'm not gonna yeah yeah. On that, but, <laughs> but, uh, but but I know we're coming up on our time. Yeah yeah. We're, here the bottom line is, it is about. It, it, the only reason that socialists want to raise taxes is so they can continue to re or like recycle that money into new voters that are dependent on them. That's all it is. It's okay. Give us more money, and you end up with a book like this. A hundred million people dead in here. It goes. It's called the Black Book of Communism. I highly recommend it, and send it to all your socialist friends because this is what happens again. And there, I already know their counter argument. Bernie and those guys would be like. Well, that's not what we want. We want it to be like Denmark and Sweden. They go, even if this is what you think you want, your policies eventually lead to this. And, and for the record, Bernie, Denmark and Sweden both will tell you they're capitalist system. They're capitalist countries with 
massive government entitlement program. And by the way, I've never heard. And of it's this. failing. Mm-hmm. You know how he, this cracks me up? He keeps separating, like Fidel Castro, for example. He's been kept. He keeps praising this guy. He's doubled down on it. He's going triple down, triple down, quadruple down. He he keeps praising. He's uh, but he's like, oh, I, I don't like the authoritarian as a part of it. I go, how do you think he got to be an authoritarian, you moron? Well, we just liked his literacy. Because your policy, yeah, it's because of your policies that he became an authoritarian. He was able to become one because he controlled everything. Like, I'll just say as a lifelong Floridian with many Cuban friends and been around many uh, Cuban family members of, of my friends who have, like, actively fled Cuba to escape communism, screw Fidel Castro. We don't like him. Not a good guy. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty terrible dude. Uh, anyone who says he was a good guy because he taught people to read is an idiot. So... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So April 11th in Miami, they're doing an anti-communist concert. Good job, city of Miami. Maybe I have to hop down there for that. Which is weird because Miami's very liberal. I know, but that tells you, but they understand more than anybody. Well, yeah, Cubans understand yeah. more than anybody what it's like to live under a communist system. So very yeah. good. Good for them. Um, we're going to go ahead and call it there, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, what are your thoughts? You know, is Bernie... <laughs> Is Bernie as crazy as he seems? Is AOC as crazy as she seems? Is it really rules for them or rules for us and not for them? Comment below. Also, like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know whenever a new episode is up. Also, get the free newsletter at freedomwire.com. While you're there, go to the shop tab or the store tab, whatever it is. I don't pay attention. (laughs) Whatever it is up there and buy some stuff. Um... Other than that, boys, you got anything else you'd like to add? I mean, I don't want to assume your genders, but I assume it's dudes. That's about it for me. Um, you could. <laughs> well, uh, oh yeah. You never can be too I'm, sure. I'm just going back to reading. You guys can continue. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, then if that's it, remember. Oh wait, hang on, hang on. Page page three ninety seven. Epstein didn't kill himself. There we go. Even in the communist, even <laughs> in the big book of communism. Yep. Even communists know yep. <laughs> that Epstein didn't kill himself. Yep. And as always. Stay free, America.